Welcome to the Vegan Beauty Power Lifestyle Podcast. This is the podcast for women wanting to live a healthy vegan lifestyle their way that they love. The Vegan Beauty Power Lifestyle is simple and life-changing, healthy vegan living for women. I'm your host, Jessica. If you want to be a part of this community, lifestyle, and movement of vegan women living everywhere in their beauty and their power, this is for you. I'm simplifying it all for you and showing you how. Yay, goddess, live this beautiful lifestyle with me. Hey, today I'm talking about beauty. This could be a whole broad but deep topic and I'm also going to talk about gaining weight and losing weight because it's associated with beauty in some ways at times so I wanted to just combine the two in blog posts I'm going to do them separately but as a podcast episode I wanted to include them both in one episode I just really want to start off with really talking about what beauty is. What is beauty? It literally means a combination of qualities such as shape, color, or form that pleases the aesthetic senses, especially the sight. That is a definition of beauty when I looked it up. But I feel like it could be so much more than that. It really, really can if you think about it. So many people in the world just look at beauty as something that we see and surface-based, shallow, physical. And yeah, I think that is a part of it. But I think it could be so much more. It can go way, way deeper than that. Beauty doesn't have to just be physical qualities. It can really also be inner qualities. What about character, personality, and beliefs? They can all be beautiful too. They can all be a part of beauty too. Then there's the typical beauty standards that society sets, and these change from time to time. Beauty standards are not important. The important thing is to really determine what is beautiful to you. You set your own beauty standards. You get to decide. That's what really matters. Redefine what beauty is to you. Take that with you everywhere you go. So what does beauty really mean to you? That's the best part to me, is that you get to decide what it is, not anyone else. Everyone else is going to decide what beauty means to them regardless. But you don't have to agree with them, and you don't have to even listen to them. You can look within yourself and really feel it and decide what really it is for you. And when you decide what beauty means to you and when you define it for yourself, I want you to take that into the world with you wherever you go. I want you to share that with people if you want to. And all of that, because we need all of the perspectives. We need all of the views. 
Because beauty is not one-dimensional. It does not, it does not have just one meaning like everybody thinks. Because I know when you hear the word beauty and it first comes to your mind, the first thing you're going to think of is physical things, what you see and all of that. And that's always going to be a part of it. But we need to go deeper than that. And we really need to define what it is. Because I'm sure that if people thought about it more and really looked into it, they would agree that it's more than just that. And, you know, people could think it could be inner as well. Inner and outer reflections. So the inside reflects the outside in so many ways. Or the outside reflects the inside in so many ways. I'm not sure which one is accurate to say. But here's what I mean. Whatever you put in your body reflects on the outside. So whatever you consume, what you drink and what you eat, plus what you put in your mind, what kind of thoughts you have, who you surround yourself with, who you listen to, what you read, what you listen to, what you watch, and what information you consume is reflected on the outside. All of that. So it's an internal thing too. This is, an, this is also an external thing. It's a physical thing. It's a non-physical thing. There's always room for improvement. So let's improve ourselves every day. And of course, we're going to have days where we're better than other than other days. No, we're not always going to be our best, but be mindful of that. Things that can help are eating whole plant foods, grounding, walking outside with no shoes on, feeling the earth as it is, sleep, exercise, doing things you love, spending time with yourself, spending time with those you care about, drinking water, meditation, creating, having positive, loving, supportive, and optimistic thoughts as much as you can, showing up for yourself, focusing on what you can control, and taking care of you. So how do you feel about this? When I say that what you put in your body reflects on the outside of your body. So because a lot of people think of beauty as what you look like, your physical sense, your body, what they see when they see you. So if that is a part of beauty, we need to pay attention and be mindful and really be aware of what we put in our body too. And not just what we consume when it comes to food and water or drinks. Also what it comes when it comes to what we consume with our minds, what we put in our minds, okay? So I just wanted to put that in there too because a lot of people would think that that's a part of it, and I think it is too. So if you do these three things every day, you'll benefit in every way you can. Doing these three things are so important. Nourish your mind, body, and soul. Feed all of them with the best fuel for you. And you get to decide what that is. Of course. Nourishing your body just means eating whole plant foods that are the best for you. Nourishing your mind means just feeding your body with positive, loving, supportive, and optimistic thoughts and things like that. 
Nourishing your soul means doing something that you love every single day. Keep these three things in mind and do them every single day. So think about something that you love to do every day. What is that? It could be a number of things. And you don't have to do every single thing you love every day, obviously, but at least do one of them every day as much as you can. So people associate beauty with looks, obviously. And I think of beauty as a positive thing. Beauty is something that we like to see. So in terms of feeling that, give yourself compliments. Compliment yourself every day. We compliment people that we know. We also compliment people that we don't know. So why don't we compliment ourselves as much? Examples of complimenting yourself could be anything. You love, appreciate, and or are grateful for your eyes. You love, appreciate, and or are grateful for how your hair looks today. You love, appreciate, and or are grateful for how you handled that. You love, appreciate, and or are grateful for the shirt you picked out today. You love, appreciate, and or are grateful for how far you've come. You love, appreciate, and or are grateful for how much you've improved. You love, appreciate, and or are grateful for how you've set boundaries with firmness and clarity. It could be any and all of those things, things like that. There's a huge spectrum of compliments, so compliment yourself every day because that is also a positive thing and can go in line with beauty. Because a lot of times people give compliments to other people on physical things. So that could play into beauty as well, but it doesn't have to just be physical. So I also think of beauty minimalism. Vegan beauty minimalism simply means working with what you naturally have, keeping it minimal, and not adding anything else. It is totally fine to add anything and everything else if you want to. That's up to you. That's the beauty of it. You get to decide that. For me, I love and feel more confident keeping everything naturally the way it really is. This means real eyebrows, and I don't touch them like I used to overpluck them in my younger teenage years. Real eyelashes, real boobs, real body, real nails, hair, teeth, etc. No Botox, no fillers, no hair extension, no hair color, no plastic surgery, no lifts, no fat transfers, no nail extensions, no eyelash extensions, no microbladed eyebrows, no makeup, or very, very, very minimal makeup, etc. For me, there's obviously absolutely nothing wrong with getting any of those, though. I do love makeup. I think it's beautiful. I'm not good at putting it on. I feel better without it, and my skin takes a, it takes a lot for my skin to get right. So it's just really up to you. You decide what works for you. I wanted to explain what vegan beauty minimalism is. It's what I feel most confident in how I express myself. It's what works best for me and it's what I love. Whatever you choose and do, choose and do it for you. 
do you love beauty minimalism too? Or any type of minimalism. It's a way that some people live their lives and it can be very simple and freeing and flexible. So I just wanted to include that because it could be a thing. It is. And it's not something I intentionally did. It's just how I like it for me. But I admire and I adore everyone who chooses whatever they want and how to live their lives. Whether they have a lot of makeup, whether they change the color of their hair all the time, whether they change the shape of their nails, the length of them, and have them painted all kinds of ways, whether they have hair extensions and lash extensions and plastic surgery and Botox and fillers, I don't care. I really do think it's all beautiful. But the the part I love the most about it is that every person gets to decide that for themselves. So what one person may want is something else that someone else may not want. What someone else may feel right in their soul and in their heart and in their mind about may be something that someone else doesn't feel at all. So what's right for one person may not be right for another. And every individual person gets to choose that for themselves. And I love, love, love that. Because everyone gets to be themselves in their own way. And everyone is different. So you can choose how you want to express yourself and how you want to live. What you really have to remember is that beauty does not equal self-worth. So this goes back into another podcast episode where I talked about self-love and doing it your way. This is what I said in some of that episode. And it goes into beauty. So I just want to say it again. What do you love about yourself? List out every single thing that you love about yourself. Keep it to look back at and read it when you want or need to. There are going to be times when you don't feel your best, your happiest, or your most beautiful. Going to your list of everything you love about yourself will remind you of who you are. The real, true, amazing woman that you are. Make a list of every single thing that you don't love about yourself. Ask yourself why you feel that way. Really go deep. If you still don't love something about yourself, change it or improve it if you can. If not, try changing your perspective about these things and embrace every single part of you, including the things you don't love. These things are everything from personality traits, characteristics, physical features, etc., everything about you. You have to live with yourself for a long time, so you may as well make it be enjoyable. You can make it whatever you want. Cherish yourself. What do you love most about yourself? Think about that. And if you want more about what that is, more about self-love, go back and listen to that episode, Self-Love Your Way. When I go more into that, But the other thing about this whole beauty thing is that you get to decide, like I've said. So beauty is whatever you think it is. You get to define what beauty means to you. You can forget what society's beauty standards are and make your own. Make your own beauty standards. When you nourish your mind, body, and soul every day, 
compliment yourself every day and realize that you are worthy every day, you'll be so much better off. Of course, there's only one you. So let your beauty shine through everywhere you are. And that's really what I feel like beauty is and what we can do to make it a positive thing for ourselves and focus in on what we really want it to be, what we really define it to be individually. And that could be different for everyone. Instead of focusing on what society has beauty as, what is shown everywhere, instead of looking at what's shown everywhere and listening to what everyone else thinks of what beauty is, looking on the internet, reading magazines, looking at TV, looking at campaigns, looking at social media, listening to what society says, and seeing all of that everywhere. Go deep within yourself and ask yourself what you want it to be. What do you want beauty to be? What do you want to make of it? What do you feel like beauty should be? What do you feel like it is? What is beautiful to you? And no, it doesn't just have to be physical. Redefine what beauty is to you. Make your own beauty standards and take that into the world and share it. Just like all of society's beauty standards are being shared everywhere, all over social media, all over the internet, all over campaigns, all over TV, all over the media, all over magazines, everywhere. Put it out there too. Put out your version of it, what it is to you, and all the ways that you can and share it with everyone if you feel like it. Because it is not just what society says. There's so many different perspectives, so many different women out there and men and all people everywhere. And they have their own individual belief and view of what beauty means to them. They define it. And they need to put it out there too. So be a part of that. I just love, love, love seeing everyone's different perspectives, hearing everyone's opinions, knowing what people's perspectives are, what their standards are, what their beliefs are. So ask yourself what beauty means to you. What do you want it to be? What do you make of it? What is beautiful to you? And redefine what beauty is. What are your beauty standards? Ask yourself all of that and put it out into the world. It's a part of you. So, of course, like I said, when people talk about beauty, they associate it a lot of times with a number. How tall are you? What are your measurements? How much do you weigh? What is your accomplishments? Blah, 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 blah. Well, that doesn't really... Mostly it's more about physical. So, gaining weight and losing weight. This ties into beauty a lot because this is what the world has made of it. So I'm going to share my own experience with this and I'm going through it right now. So it's fresh on my mind and I did not want to leave anything out. So here's what it is. Gaining weight is not how I thought it was. It really isn't at all. I was losing weight at the end of 2018. I was consistent with not eating processed foods and sugars And I was consistent with workouts. I think I lost 10 pounds or so. I could definitely tell by how my clothes were fitting. That's how I could tell first and the most. 
then I wasn't consistent with workouts anymore, like I never have been. And I was eating processed foods here and there again. I didn't realize that I actually gained weight until the beginning of this year, 2021 or 2020. I didn't even think that I gained weight, which is crazy because I ended up realizing that I gained a considerable amount of weight just by how tight my clothes are. When I look at pictures and videos of myself back in 2020 and earlier, I can definitely tell when I look at my face. Over the past two to three years, really almost three years now, I have gradually gained weight. It has gotten to the point now that it is physically uncomfortable and I feel like I'm being weighed down. When I say lose weight, I'm really talking about fat because that is what has me feeling like I'm being weighed down and it's physically uncomfortable for me right now. So it's okay to want to make those changes be healthier, and all that jazz. And yes, we can still eat treats. I feel my best in all of that. It's just that my clothes feel so uncomfortable. So I'm going to try intentionally on purpose this time. The thing I've noticed the most is that I feel differently about it now than I would have back then. If I was trying to lose weight back then and I realized that I had gained weight, I would feel discouraged and defeated. I would be mad at myself and really frustrated. I would probably be very critical of myself, judgmental and hard on myself. I don't feel that way anymore. And it's taken me years to get there. I just look at it like I gained weight. Let's see what we can do if we try to lose this fat with intention and purpose. We don't have to criticize ourselves. We don't have to be hard on ourselves. We don't have to put ourselves down. And we don't have to judge ourselves. We can do it from a place of love, loving our bodies, loving who we are, and wanting to make positive changes. That's really what it comes down to. And that makes such a huge positive difference. So something to remember is you can love your body and still want to make changes to it. You don't have to not love your body to want to make changes to it. If you want to make changes to your body, that does not mean that you don't love your body. Remember that. And I mean, I feel so differently now than I did back then. And it is something that has just progressed in a positive way. I really used to not think that. And gradually over the years have gotten to this place that I'm glad that I'm at. It's a mindset and how you look at things. So it really is a shift in perspective. And that's really important. It's something to really be mindful and aware of. Because... If we gain weight, usually that's not what we want. I mean, some people are trying to gain weight, so there is that. But I just didn't think much about it. And as soon as I put on my clothes and realized how tight they were over time, I was like, wow, 
yeah, things have really changed. I have really gained weight, but I didn't realize how much weight I actually gained because I didn't really weigh myself. And I just see weight as a number. It doesn't mean anything and it is neutral. But if you are trying to lose weight or gain weight, it is a way to see how you're doing and what you need to change, what you need to keep doing and a way to track your progress. So it can be important in that way. And I just weighed myself yesterday. And I realized when I saw that number that it is the same number that I weighed when I was pregnant. It is the most I've ever weighed in my life. And it kind of hit me, but it wasn't like, I didn't feel bad about it. It wasn't like, oh my God, this is so horrible. This is so bad, which is what I use, which is what I would have thought back in 2019, 2018, whatever. I didn't think any of that. I was like, whoa, it kind of took me aback. If that's how you say it, because I didn't realize it was that much. Which again, I know it's just a number. And I'm only human, so I'm going to be like, wow, that's a lot. My height is like 5'3 or 5'4. Naturally, I should not be weighing that much. Is what, you know, I would think. But there really isn't no should or should. It's what we decide. It's what we feel the best at. And what's so interesting to me is that I don't feel bad. I feel my best. I actually feel good. I just am uncomfortable physically. This is a lot on me. And I feel like I would be better off and feel even more comfortable, obviously, if I lost some fat. And like, I just really, when I put on clothes, I'm like, okay, that is tight and uncomfortable. And that feels like I'm being weighed down. So that is really where it's coming from for me. So I saw that number and I was like, that's how much I weighed when I was pregnant. That was the first thing that came to my mind. And the difference now is that I'm vegan. When I was pregnant, I was not. I went pregnant. I I mean, I went vegan when my son was two. He's 14 now. So I'm telling you this because... Whether you are vegan or not, you can still lose weight and you can still gain weight, okay? That's what it is. I never really intentionally and like on purpose set a plan up and was, you know, tracking in all of this to reach the goal of weight loss or fat loss, and see where that got me. It didn't, you know, I gained weight and I didn't, it didn't even happen. So that's the thing. This time, I'm going to do this intentionally and on purpose. And I'm going to make it happen. And if I have to change things, I will about workouts or whatever. Obviously, I'm still vegan, duh, of course. But I'm just saying, like, you know, no matter how long it takes, because I don't know how long it's going to take, that's not that's not the point. The point is it's going to happen because I want to be at my fullest and highest potential. 
I want to be my best and I know that I will be my best when I'm not being weighed down with fat that doesn't belong on me. That can sound bad, but the truth is I really wasn't made to weigh this much at this height and that's, that's, that's okay. So I still love my body. I still think that I'm beautiful. I think I'm like the baddest bitch there is. I feel like I'm fucking incredibly gorgeous and stunning. I'm a fucking goddess and I know it. And I would not have thought that back then if I gained this much weight. If I if this was a few years ago, I would not think what I'm thinking now. So you can still gain all this weight and be beautiful. You can still weigh the most you've ever weighed in your life. Besides the fact of being pregnant. Yes, I'm not pregnant. Definitely not. It's not the time for me pregnant. Uh, no, that's not going to happen right now. But... I'm also talking about body love and body positivity in this episode about beauty, which also ties into gaining weight, losing weight, because people so often tie them together. And there is another episode that I did called The Power of Body Love and Body Positivity, where I go way more into this. So some of the things that I talk about in this episode, I also talk about in that other episode. So if you want to go more into that... So listen to that other episode. Your weight does not determine your beauty. And your beauty does not determine your self-worth. So that's what this is all about. I don't have to weigh a certain amount for me to love myself and my body. It's really not about that. Even though I feel my best, I still want to make changes. And that's okay. And I'm going to love myself on the way of getting there. And I'm going to love myself now just as much as I will love myself when I do lose the fat. And no matter how long it takes, I'm going to make it happen. And I'm going to do it my way. Period. It's going to happen. That's the difference now than back then. Is that change in perspective. And it's going to make everything so much better for me. That's beautiful in itself. So imagine being pregnant, knowing how much you weigh. And then not being pregnant anymore, years and years later, and weighing the same amount, not pregnant, as you did when you were pregnant. At the biggest time in your life. The time in your life where you weighed more than you ever have before. Yeah, that's a mindfuck. It really can be a mindfuck. But I get to decide what I'm going to do with that information. I get to choose how to feel about that. And that's something that I've realized over the years. It's really about being mobile, flexible, having stamina and endurance. Because with this much fat on me, I know it puts a lot of stress and pressure on my organs. And I'm not at my healthiest at all. Physically, having this fat on me at my height. So the older that I get, I want to be able to make, I want to make sure that I could move around and do things and be flexible. I want to increase my flexibility and my endurance and my stamina. And I always want to be mobile. 
So it's about getting healthy. So even if you realize that you're physically not your healthiest right now, even though you feel your best and you know that you can improve that, you can still love yourself on the way to getting there. And you can be consistent with that self-love. That's the most important part of all of this. And people tie this so much to beauty. They tie body positivity and body love so much to beauty. And that's why I am including that in this episode along with beauty. It's just all of that. All of that. So no matter how much you weigh or how big or how small you are, that doesn't have to determine your beauty. That doesn't make you beautiful or not beautiful. And I've weighed all of it. I'm the biggest I've ever been besides being pregnant. Now and when I was pregnant is the most I've ever weighed. And I've also weighed 120 and below. I've also weighed in the 130s and the 140s and the 150s. So I've been all of it. And I know now that that doesn't have to determine how I feel about stuff, no matter how my clothes feel at the moment. Even though I could just buy bigger clothes, that's not the point. The point is, I know that I'm not living my highest and fullest potential health-wise when I have this extra fat on my body I know that having this much on me isn't my best. I know that it truly doesn't naturally belong. Because, like I said, I'm only 5'3 or 5'4. And it's not that I should weigh a certain number or I'm going for a certain number. That's not it at all. I could set a goal and set a number if I want a number of fat loss, a number of weight that I want to have, measurements that I want to have or whatever, and I can track and progress that and take the actions to get there and stay consistent. But it's not that. I could use that as a reference point, as a point to know where I'm going. But it's not the end destination. It's not the main goal. The main goal is to feel better when I'm wearing the clothes, no matter what clothes they are, And to feel that I'm living my fullest potential physically in everything. Who I naturally am in my best. So I'm not in the best shape right now. I'm not my best right now. And that's okay. Because we're going to have those times in our lives where we're not. And I mean, there's some people that never gain weight. There's some people that never lose weight or whatever. Or they stay the same, whatever this, whatever that. But that's not it. There are going to be changes in our lives somewhere. And this has been one of them for me. So it's the fact that I want to be my best and my healthiest. Be more mobile. Be more flexible. Have endurance. Have stamina. And be ready for anything physically no matter what. Always. Of course some days are going to be better better than ever. And we're not perfect. And there's always room for improvement. But that's what I want to focus on. Improvement. 
I want to be ready physically for anything. Just ready, ready just like that. And I know that working on this will help me with that. So how will I know when I get there is how I feel in my clothes. How I feel when I look at myself in videos, pictures, or in the mirror. It's not really about the number. So I just wanted to share that. Because for so long, I thought I was too big. Every part of me. I used to really struggle with that. I had strep throat when I was in 11th grade in 2005. And I had a rash all over my body. From an allergic reaction to the amoxicillin. I had it everywhere. Except for my ass. And my face. It was even on my neck. And I think I was looking for turtlenecks to wear. I did everything. I had oatmeal baths. I had creams. I had things to put on. I went to a dermatologist. I did light therapy or whatever it's called. And none of that made it go away. It went away on its own in a few months. I don't remember that much about it, but I know that it sucked. It didn't itch though, so that's good. But really it was ugly, obviously. And I was in high school. Imagine being in high school with a rash all over your body. Like, yeah, it was pretty annoying. I was never, I was never bullied or nobody was ever mean to me or whatever. I was just a lot of times on my own. And I talked to some people here and there, but it wasn't fun. I mean, I never liked school anyways, just because I never liked it. But having a rash all over your body, no matter what age you are or whatever, just isn't, isn't, isn't great at all. And I think it's worse when you're in high school or in school of that age. So it went away by itself in a few months. But when I went to the doctor for it, he told me I was blessed. As a teenager, I didn't think anything of him saying that at the time. Now, I fully accept that my boobs are a real, true, natural part of me. It's not that I ever hated my boobs, but at times I felt the need to hide them because of their size. No one ever told me to, I just felt that I should because they were so noticeable. And it's not that I was top heavy and not bottom heavy. I was the same and I still am. I'm proportional, so I'm big everywhere. And I still think that I'm too big sometimes. I kind of think that right now, like I said, because I know that I shouldn't have this much fat on me and it does make you feel like I'm being weighed down and that just isn't normal or natural or the healthiest. But it's okay. Because I know what to do to change that and I get to choose to do it my way. So it doesn't matter if you think you're too big, too small, or whatever. Love your true body. Love yourself. Love what you have. At the same time, it's okay to want to change something about yourself too. It's okay to want to make changes to your body. There is nothing wrong with you if you want to change something about your body, improve your body, or focus on something about your body that you want to give more love to. There's nothing wrong with that. That part about giving your body love and more of it, that's what matters. 
that's what matters. You can still love your body, take care of it, and appreciate it, even when you want to make physical changes, big or small. Now, most of the time, I don't think I'm too big, but sometimes I do think that. Like, I think that right now, after I realize how much I weighed, which I know is just a number, but it really does put it into perspective. And also, feeling how tight my clothes have become also puts it into perspective. But even though I think that sometimes, I absolutely love my body and every part of me. So it's a different feeling than I used to have. Like I said, it's a different shift in perspective. I'm so grateful for my body, all that I have, and all that my body is able to do. It is so much more freeing when you put the energy of your wants and excitement to change something about your body into giving more intentional and conscious love to your body. So any and every time you think that your body or any other part of you is to this, to that, or not enough, you could still love your body, take care of your body, be grateful for your body, improve your body, and give more love to your body. The beauty is that every single body is different and no one can tell you how you feel about your body. Cherish that forever. That's what it's really about. It's having that mindset of that realization. And I think that's the most important part of it all. So since beauty is looked at as such a physical thing, it's something that we see on the outside, that's probably a big part of why body is tied to it. Body love, body positivity, all of that. How much we weigh, what our measurements are, what our height is, every part of our body. So whether we choose to change parts of our body or not, does not mean that it's a bad thing to want to do that. Whether you want to naturally change a part of your body, like losing fat with lifestyle, or you want to change a part of your body with enhancements like surgery or Botox or filler or extensions or whatever it is, none of that is wrong. It is all okay to do. And that's really up to you. So that's what I love so much about all of this is that it is very individual and up to each individual person about what they choose to do and what feels right for them. What feels right and what feels good for someone may not feel right or good for someone else. You have to know what feels right in your soul and in your heart and in your mind and what feels good then go with that. And that's all there is to it. Nobody has to agree with you. You don't have to agree with anyone else. You just need to know that you have to do what feels good and what feels right to you. And that can change over time. And there's also nothing wrong with that. But if you do want to make changes to your body, just know that you can love yourself and your body so much while you do it. Just as much 
as you think you will when you get to the place that you want to be. So there's all these realizations and insights, all of this enlightenment that I think will make it so good for me this time around. Because like I said, I've never intentionally put a plan into place and took action consistently on, you know, achieving fat loss. And I'm actually going to do it now. And that's really exciting. And I'm going to do it my way. And I'm going to share it with you. Because maybe it can help you. Maybe there'll be some parts of it that you can resonate with. And maybe there'll be some parts that you won't. Either way it goes, I think it's important to put it out there. Just as I think it's important to put your standards of beauty, what you define as beauty, out into the world too. So please do that. I hope you really found this helpful thought a lot about this into what I was going to say into including these things together in one episode because they do they are tied together a lot and so I didn't want to separate them into two different episodes even though I will separate them into two different blog posts it's just so important to say all of this because I know that other people may feel the same way So I hope you think about this and really go into the world owning and sharing what beauty is to you. You get to decide that. You get to figure that out. And if you want more, please keep listening to the Vegan Beauty Power Lifestyle Podcast. Please subscribe and leave a review if you love it. Share it with everyone you know. And keep reading the Vegan Beauty Power blog on veganbeautypower.com. Follow Vegan Beauty Power at Vegan Beauty Power on Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest. And I just started with Twitter at Veg Beauty Power. V-E-G Beauty Power. Because Vegan Beauty Power is too long for a username on Twitter. And I've never used Twitter before, so here we go. I just want to put it all out there because why not so yeah and don't forget to subscribe on veganbeautypower.com to get the goddess love letters the vegan beauty power goddess love letters in your email which is exclusive content that i share nowhere else just for you like it's deep that gets meaningful that is fun and all of that so excited for that so excited for all that I have for you and it's going to keep going and I always want you to share whatever you want to share with me so you can always email me jessica at veganbeautypower.com you can um, also find me on Instagram or anything and send me messages there or wherever because I'm all around there too and don't forget the free resources on veganbeautypower.com com, which are the free food empowerment mini course, as well as the free audio of 10 life-changing ways to simplify your healthy vegan lifestyle. The paid workshop of food empowerment will be available soon. I'll let you know more about that as the time comes. And now that I made this realization, 
that I weigh as much as I did when I was pregnant and I'm not pregnant. And the fact that I'm really going to intentionally and on purpose this time lose fat my way for my own reasons of wanting to be healthier and not wanting to feel weighed down and all of that, I will include some of those realizations in that workshop. And no, I'm not a personal trainer. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a healthcare professional or a medical professional in any way. But I still feel like the information that I share while I'm going through it will be beneficial and can help other women as well. And if not, that's okay too. I'm still going to put it out there regardless because I know someone out there will be able to benefit from it. So that will be in the food empowerment workshop. And that will be available soon. But for right now, get the free mini version of it on veganbeautypower.com. I hope you love this episode. I really put a lot of thought into what I say into these. And I love doing them. I think they're so fucking amazing. My podcast hosts are so fucking good. I'm trying to get my blog posts on the same level as my podcast episodes are. So yeah. Thanks so much for listening. And thanks so much for being here. For more, go to veganbeautypower.com. Thanks so much for listening and being here. If you've loved this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. Share this podcast with anyone and everyone you know who will love it too. For more, go to veganbeautypower.com, read the blog, and subscribe to the Vegan Beauty Power Goddess Love Letters. It's all for you, goddess.